What's up and welcome back to another edition of Propel's Talk. We are talking Trey Murphy and why he's going to be an all-star next year. Let's get into the show presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of Boo Crew Media. Joined by Lito and Chaz. How y'all doing tonight, fellas? Hanging in there, man. I gave you I gave you a legit question there, Lito. I didn't go with the sprained ankle right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> no, you you ain't go with trades off the bat. Uh, I'm good, man. Ankle ankle getting right. You know what I'm saying? I think I'm retired though from basketball. I'm, you, I think you've said that now about 20 times, uh, and it never it never seems to go through. So uh, let's get into the show. Let's talk about Trey Murphy. Um, Lito, we'll start with you. I uh, love this stat. I wanted to start with this. Uh, Trey Murphy became this year became the youngest player in NBA history to shoot 40 percent from deep and 90% from the free throw line. Uh, we had talked all year about how you want to see more aggression from Trey Murphy. And when Zion and Brandon were out, we couldn't understand why he wasn't getting a lot of volume shots. Well, later there in the second half of the year, you started to see Trey Murphy almost become a three-level scorer. Uh, you saw him obviously shoot well from deep. Uh, multiple times, you then saw him pump fake, a couple dribble drives, either dunks, layups. And then you started seeing some, some pull-ups, uh, 15 feet, you saw a couple crossovers. His handles are getting better. Can Trey Murphy, he made a leap this year. Can he make that next leap and be an all-star next year? Man, <laughs> let me say this. He has the talent to do it. Now, if everything comes together for him as far as like scheme-wise, rotation-wise, getting enough shots-wise, could he be an all-star? That's kind of, unfortunately, that's not really on Trey. Uh, I don't want to be doom and gloom though, but can I can I can I hit you with some numbers? Yeah, you told me I can figure about. out why my microphone keeps going up oh. and down. But yes, it's it all is good. Numbers. Nah, you you said we were talking about Trey. I got excited. I, I I like I like that. That's like one of the bright spots. Um, considering you know he didn't have the greatest starts of the season, uh, and that apparently. Not apparently, but that was coaching wise because Willie said they had to get him, they had to find a way to get him more shots, right? But that's that's all good. Let's be real positive, right? So I like to call him TM3. TM3 this season, right? 14 and a half <clears throat> points per game. Now, if you go in the per the per 36, that's 16.9, right? He had 3.6 rebounds. That's an area of I like to see the growth from last year because I think it was like two something, but it that's an area of growth. Like he has to, he has to be, he has to be at least five, six rebounds a game. He's one one point four assists a game, which he don't handle the ball enough for him to create offense for anybody else. But later in the season, you did see the creation off the dribble. He got into the lane. He started making some shovel passes to the bigs. He was he was he was phenomenal. Here's the thing though. True shooting percentage, he's shooting 65%. He shoot 40% from three. And to put that in perspective, that's 202 made threes and 497 attempted, right? To put that in perspective, it's, I want to say, six attempts a game. I personally want him at at least 10. I want to see him shoot at least nine to 10 threes a game. Do you, do you think that's realistic? Um, I do. You do. I do, and I'm gonna tell you why. Hold on, I'm gonna tell you why. All right. So hold on. You touched on the fifty, the fifty, uh, forty, ninety season, but technically, technically, it was fifty, forty-five, and ninety-four. If you want, if you want to be specific, right? Yeah. All right. 
here's the here's the thing for me, which is why I say like I'm I'm I am optimistic going into this season. Last year he had one thirty point game. This year he had five. Damn, he had five 30-point games this year? Five 30-point games. Sacramento, Portland, the Clippers, Memphis, and New York. Um, I'm not mistaken. Is that all second half? Or was that all second half? All second half. And and here's so so to answer your question, right? Justin in the play in the playing game, which you know, he only had one game, but in the playing game, he averaged 44 minutes. He put up 21 points. He shot 40 from three, and he was 100% from the free throw line. Yeah. So throughout the year, right, he only had 10 shots a game. That's that's throughout the whole year. From after All-Star break, I want to say he averaged six threes a game. Before All-Star break, he was only averaging two free throws a game. But in a play-in, he took three, which is why I said I won at least three, 10 three-point attempts because he took 10 threes in the, in the, in the playing game. And in a playing game by itself, he shot five free throws. So you see the end of the season progression from him right there. Yeah. And to your point, Lito, I want to see more free throw attempts too because he's one of the best free throw shooters in the league. Uh, and, and Chaz, one thing I love about Trey Murphy is if you just take over the last two years he's been in the league, we, he's played in some big games. I mean, I mean, I know he hasn't. He didn't get in the playoffs this year, but he seems to love the bright lights. Like I remember that Lakers game last year right when we needed it at home i think he went off he had a, like that poster against Wenyan gabriel he was mm-hmm. a rookie he had a couple three big threes against the lakers then you go fast forward to the playing game against the clippers he hit those threes fast forward to the second half of the year he just kept hitting threes and threes and he's great against the thunder what do you like about him and, and you know when when big moments big games he seems to raise his you know his game i think if i, if I have to be honest the thing i like the most about trey is i think uh he has the ability to receive tough criticism. I know for myself, especially, I was uh, I was worried about Trey first half of the season. Um, I was really worried, and um, I think I was clearly a fan of the show. Saw the show. He took those comments in stride, and you saw a totally different player in the second half of the season. And when he was given that opportunity, um, started attacking more off the dribble. Handle has improved. I would like to see a little more rebounding from him because I know he's capable of doing. He was a really strong rebounder last year. Um, like to see him made more of a, more of a focal point of the offense. I think Trey has the second highest ceiling on this team. Honestly, I, I, I'm I'm going to come out and say that I think Trey has a perennial All Star talent, a, a perennial All Star talent ceiling. If it all comes together, if he's a if his ability is maximized, um, I man, it's going to be difficult for me to say that he could potentially be All Star next year. Given, I think he'll be coming off the bench next year uh, with CJ, you know, and Zion's return. Unless someone has moved, who who knows, right? See Zion Brandon with their return. Um, I, I I don't see them starting over. I I just don't see Trey starting over Herb. You know, uh, just both excellent players, but you know, you need that that defense out there, and um, that's the only thing I worry about with this roster makeup is. Um, as it pertains to Trey, is maximizing his skill set, seeing him get downhill, can finish above the rim. Really modern basketball player, plays a 2023 and beyond brand of basketball. And um, you need that, <laughs> you need that, that three pointer shot. And the reason he gets to the free throw line because he attacks and he he attacks with bad intentions. 
Yeah. You know, no, he, he really does. Yeah. yeah, he ain't tasked with bad intentions. So, I mean, put on a little more muscle, become a better defender, rebound at a uh, a higher clip, and I think um, sky's the limit for him. Chaz, you bring up an incredible point. I'm going to go to Salido, then I'm going to get Chaz's answer. Um, Lito, we saw what Trey did off the bench. I don't have the stats in front of me. Mm-hmm. Um, so he did off the bench. Then when he saw him start, his mm-hmm. numbers progressed high. Then the whole Josh Richardson thing happened. He went back to the bench, struggled. Then he was in the starting lineup the rest of the way, went off. Last 10 games of the year, 22 points, two, two and a half rebounds, two steals uh, in last, his last 10 games. I don't know if he's shooting from deep, but probably over 40-something percent. But when I get my point being, Lito, if he's moved back to the bench and as a player, um, does that does that mess up with your mindset? It seems with Trey, it seems like it messes up with his mindset, his his groove, his rhythm a little bit. So that that's why I was kind of a little bit shocked because I didn't think about it, Chaz. He might be moved to the bench again, and I don't think you can. So do you do you think that he can actually come off the bench, Lito, or is he better? starting you know in the starting five man that's a tough question I, and and in the answer to your question i think it kind of depends on the player's mindset uh i think trey thinks that he's a starter which i don't, I don't necessarily think he's wrong that I, I mean i think he he is a starter i think i think based on you know you had you start her for defensive purposes because of who you have in the starting lineup mm-hmm. covers a lot of covers a lot of ground i mean he's basically the free safety here's my thing though if herb is going to shoot 36, 30, I think he shot 41% throughout the end of the season. And he ended up at 33% of the year, by the way. <laughs> if he if he's going to shoot mid mid to high 30s, yeah, I, I don't know if you could just take him out the game like that because he he's playing both sides of the, of the, of the court. But, but if I'm Trey, my mindset is, Trey, you know, we, we call him a shooter. Everybody says he's a great shooter. He a scorer. He a bucket getter, right? He's a guy who can he can score uh, <clears throat> from three, but like I said, his his true shooting percentage is sixty five percent. So that means he's effective from twos also, and you know he could get to the cup. And, I mean he, he'll he'll put your center on a, on a highlight tape or, or your guard whoever's on him. Um, I think that I think that regardless of Trey start starts or not, his mindset should just be I'm gonna just be the best Trey Murphy that I can be, and and I think that like. That'll just take him further than because I mean, really and truthfully, starting or, or coming off the bench, it don't matter because at the end of the game, he go me and he go me in those positions. No, but but Lito, you I mean, I completely agree with you, but as a I mean, he's still young, you know, he's right, 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 two, 23 years old. Um, I still think it can it might mess up with his, you know, his mental um and, and just overthinking. And you saw that, Chaz, especially in his rookie year and the beginning of this year. If Trey was messing up, missed defensive rotation. Missed the box out, bad shot, et cetera. You you saw him get pulled from the game. And yeah. like, that just kills that kills confidence in any player, any level, any sport, anything you do. Right. Um, I feel like Willie Green's leash got a little bit longer as the season went on. But do you think now, Chaz, he's now proven to like, hey, I'm you can't take me out for simple mistakes now? Or do you think that's going to happen this year? Because you did see that last year. Yeah, truthfully, truthfully man, I, I thought he proved it. Uh... Last year, going into this year, I thought that he should have a a longer leash. Um, but I think, uh, truthfully, it, I think it's going to have to be a Draymond Iguodala type situation, where it's like, look, CJ, you know your skill set is best suited off the bench. Trey, at this point in his career, he's not really a self creator just yet. 
So he would he would benefit greatly from Zion. Yeah, you know, offense collapsing on Zion or Brandon. And uh, you know, he would he would benefit greatly. I don't think 15, 16 points are out of the question for a trade next year, you know. And it's a decision that we kind of know it, it it would take a lot of uh a lot, a lot of maturity across the board to for that to happen. Um, I think you will see Trey as a six man this year. Um, I don't like it. I think I think CJ is you know the perfect candidate for um, six man, but you can't bench CJ after what he just did. So it's like you know it's tough. Yeah, and, and you make another great point. Uh, you know Trey and Zion together, and especially you know Trey Zion and Brandon together um that yeah. only just creates more opportunity for trey and we saw brandon Lido. i mean you want to talk about chemistry brandon knew where trey murphy was at all times on the court and i, mean, I can't tell you how many times he saw skip passes no look passes the corner um dribble drive you know handoff whether it be rubs etc uh brandon and trey seem to have a really really good connection and i don't know how you bench him jazz and Lido. like i just you're right. There's an odd man out here, but I don't know how you bench Herb either. But I guess to talk more about Trey Lito, what's one thing he does have to improve this year? Uh, I don't want I don't want you to say rebounding, but because we all know he has to improve in that aspect of his game. But what would you like to see improvement from Trey uh, from Trey Murphy in year three? Um, I know you don't want me to say rebounding. What are you gonna say rebounding? I'm gonna say rebounding. That's fair. I, I'm gonna say rebounding, but. But 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 I, I'm gonna say rebounding and defense as a whole. Um, a lot of a lot of times, you know, no can't necessarily like say this is all him because you know if I was here, he'd say the scheme changed every time a different player entered the game. So even defensively, you you don't know if you're necessarily doing the same things. Besides drop coverage, that seemed to be the only uh, constant for us um, as far as defense. But defense and rebounding, those need to be the that needs that needs to be if he wants to be an all-star, like that's something that he has to continue to get better at because he's never gonna be an all-star being six nine averaging two rebounds a game. Um the other thing for me is I just want to say this, like you we were talking about who comes off the bench, who doesn't come off the bench, and I feel like as 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 long as as long as <clears throat> How do I want to say this? I think Trey Murphy now believes. I think he. I, I think he thought he was good, but now I know he believes he's good. And, and and I think as long as he carries that mindset, like I keep saying, it don't matter where he coming in or where he 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 comes in the game at. Like he could he could potentially be the sixth man of the year if he's not an All Star next year, right? He could be most improved next year. It 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 really just man, the the sky is the limit for Trey. Trey can be whatever Trey wants to be. Yeah. Good point. Chaz, what do you want to see uh, Trey improve on? Um, of course, def- defensively. But, I, you know, and I, I really totally agree with Lito. That, what Lito said, I think um, Trey, my ideal uh, scenario for Trey is Trey is the closing five on this team. You know what I'm saying? Because can you imagine the offense with Trey, CJ, Brandon, Zion, and Maybe I don't know Doug McDermott or even Herb. Like that would be an incredible five to me if uh, Trey could close at the five. But mm-hmm. offensively, I think he needs to needs to continue to improve his handle. Um, 
work on finishing around the rim. He's, you know, he could really he would really do well to um, add a little more touch around the rim aside from Duncan. You know, I think he uh, struggled with like layups and lay-ins and things of that nature. I think he gets a little confused in the air. Uh, maybe you know if he can't if he can't dunk it, I'm, I'm not sure he really knows what to do with the ball in the air. But handles and uh, you saw his handle improve a little bit throughout the year. Had a night, couple nice crossovers. Um, but I would really him being such a gifted athlete. I think if he can improve that handle with his quick step and ability to finish above defenders, I think he would really, really be in a conversation for being an all-star just based on that alone. Um, Can can I add something to that? Yeah, go ahead. I want to say, I forgot to say this point. Um, I think that what what Chaz just said is very important. And, and, And just to add on to that, I like to say that I want him to, when he sees a mismatch in front of him, to kind of deviate from whatever the offensive game plan is at that point and attack the mismatch. You see, he's crossed over a couple um, in the second half. There, he, he had like a nasty little crossover. That he's, he kind of came in with uh, there in the second half. One thing I do want to see improvement on, and he showed a little bit, he showed some flashes of it. And I think it's very important when you play with guys like Zion and Brandon is movement off ball. When we're driving strong here, instead of Trey being on the wing, because you know all eyes are on Brandon, all eyes are on Zion. You need to go from wing to corner or corner to wing and lifting. And, and, and to my point, Lito, when I was saying earlier, you would see Brandon driving hard whether and Trey would be in the corner, and then he'd lift to the wing, and Brandon would hit him, hit him on the wing or either wing to corner and hit him in the corner. So I'd like to see a little bit of improvement in that, but I think the, the, the clear answer is rebounding because when you get Trey rebounding and going in transition, I think Lito, I forget who it was against, but you saw it where – you just like you just yeah, said, fuck it, right where he yeah. where he grabbed it, pulled up from like 30, 30 feet, and just and just drained it. Like that's unguardable. It's Steph right. Curry, like you know, right. Um, and, and the other thing too for me is I think Trey could be a better he could be a better defender all around. Like he he could. There's no reason he shouldn't average a block and a half a game as a weak side defender. Yeah, yeah, his, yeah. His athleticism and length is, is so good. But Chaz makes another just great point. Could you imagine a lineup to where Trey adds muscle? And he's your five. And I'm not saying, and I want to make something clear. There's a lot of people, a lot of pushback. We're like, well, he, who, who's going to guard Jokic? Who's going to guard Embiid? Who's going to guard, you know, <laughs> nobody, nobody in this world nobody is guarding those world. guys. Like, so, so it doesn't matter. Like what, what matters is that you're like, you are now the mismatch. Like, how are you, how are they going to guard us? Is kind of right. the question. And when Trey Murphy's the five or Herb Jones is the five. And I didn't think it was talked about enough against the Timberwolves. Um, I thought Herb Jones did a hell of a job on Cat. Yeah, uh, we just couldn't close the game, and yeah. I, I think that, uh, you know, that small ball five is is something that hopefully Willie Green and staff uh, implement more next year. Um, we'll get I to think, wrap. Yeah, go ahead. I think when people hear Trey Murphy at the five or Herb at the five, they 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 think like you said, who's going to guard uh, Embiid or Jokic or whoever. But I think the thing is, like, you don't – that's not a set you run in the whole game. It, it's something to get momentum. You get in it, in it and you get out of it, um, you know, unless you have somebody like a Draymond Green who can – I mean, and even he can guard those guys. So, you know, I think at, at the same time, right, can Jokic guard Trey Murphy on the other end? Because you got to – you space him out and you use – you mismatch hunt and you use your advantages at that point. Lito, what do you – what do you think? Who do you think is easier to guard, a big or or a guard? In my opinion, it's a big. I think it's easier to guard a big than a quick guard, shifty guard. It depends on the big though, because like, 
Yeah, if he's overpowered, but th- there are ways where you can dig it out. You can double from the post and then and then X but, out and things but, like that. With, but with things like guards. things like things like MB, right? You double him. You double him top of the key, or you double him free throw line extended. He's just shooting over three yeah. people, like. Well, Certain people like it, that's why I said. Let's use some bonus. Let's use Embiid's just like other worlds MVP. Let's use Sabonis for instance, right? right. Like, like Sabonis is a good player. It's, I mean, it's so easy. I'm just taking away his left hand. Uh, he's making right. he's spinning back right. Sure. Like you're gonna have to. And yeah. and from what I saw in that matchup, like literally, like you force him to take that mid range jumper that he turns into yeah. a push shot and he feels uncomfortable. So yeah, it's it's. It would be harder to trap a guard, at, especially somebody who's handling the ball, can get to A to B, make a connective. Oh, Lito went muted on us. But, Chaz, go ahead. Answer that. Uh, Sorry, answer. my bad. Oh, no. Now you, you've finished, Lito? Oh, so, yeah. I mean, yeah, I would say it's probably easier to 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 double or guard a, guard a big, but it depends who that big is. Fair. I, I think, uh, man, 2023 is hard to guard on the perimeter. <laughs> like it's That's it's so extremely you can't especially you, the NBA the yeah three like, in the space and the in shooting. the NBA right now it could be a guy you never heard of giving you forty points like there's there's no excuse not to like crack forty I mean like, I know Cam NBA Thomas right because of LSU right so I follow him a long time but like Cam Thomas how many forty point games did he have like yeah, four like three in a row something crazy like that three four in a row like I'm telling you like Isaiah Thomas comes back in, back into the league gets his groove back. Isaiah Thomas was probably putting up a couple 40-point games in 2023 yeah. just yeah. because how difficult it is to guard guys, especially. Right. And, um, yeah. and Chaz, I'm going to cut you off. Okay. They've become very crafty with creating fouls, creating yeah. like That's hard to guard. Yeah. To me, that that's playing the game the right way. To me, like, look, <laughs> it's one thing to be, you know, in Tigris. And you wanna <laughs> you wanna attack? You're not you're not crying to the refs and doing that stuff. Hey, that's great, that's great. You go ahead when you're at home during this time of year. You go ahead and put that in your integrity jar because <laughs> that's the only place you'll be able to store it. No one cares about that. You gotta get to the line. And I think with Trey, Trey develops that dribble, that first step. He's able to rise above guys and finish violently. I think he'll get those calls. You know, he can get to the line, knock them down, and um, again, rebounding a guy like that. Nice, quick first first step. I mean, first jump. Um, you know, not really afraid of contact on offense. I think he needs to initiate more contact contact defensively, but offensively, not really afraid of contact. Um, I think the sky's the limit. I think in the ideal world, Trey is your closing five. In the ideal world, at six, you know, he calls himself six ten at six ten. That's your closing five, and hopefully, we get to see it soon. And you know what's sad? We'll, we'll wrap it up with this, uh, Lito, what's, and then we'll get Chad's thoughts. But what's sad is I feel like in today's game, what's rewarded is flopping and acting and things like that. We don't really have a guy on the like, – I, I feel like Trey, mm-hmm. if he starts you know, with, with the head or you rip through, things like that, I feel like he has to add that to his game because, once again, he's a 90, 92 93% free-throw shooter. Those don't just come around, right? Those That's elite free-throw shooting. So when you get – eight to 10 points from the line every night, like Steph Curry does, like Trey Young, like Fox, like all these guys, uh, Brunson. Um, th- those are 10 free points. And right. when you have a elite free throw shooter in Trey Murphy, is he going to have to start implementing that into his game as well? Just more of the flopping, more of the acting, more of the rip-throwing, whatever you want to say? I mean, 
unfortunately, I guess. Like, I, I know mean, you hate, I because I know you hate it too, and I hate I, it too. I, I but I, it's yeah, rewarding. I mean, I'm I'm not a fan of it, but like, I mean, if that's the only way to get a call, like, unfortunately, then you know, sure. Um, I, I do think I got two things. I think that Trey Murphy, for whatever reason, I mean, not for whatever reason, because this is basketball. Like, regardless if you're a shooter or whatever position you play, once you see the ball go through the through the rim, like you are more keen to make your next shot or more confident, I guess, to take the next shot, right? I want to see Trey maybe not necessarily start at the three, maybe go, maybe get a layup, right? Maybe maybe take it to the to the to the to the rim or shoot the midi and and because I mean that's a layup for him too. And then then work inside out. Um also if I'm Trey, you know, again, I know he doesn't control the offense or how his role is gonna be, but if I'm Trey, I'm watching 2017 to 2021 uh Clay Thompson highlight tapes and he should literally just mirror that moving off the ball not stopping when you get a smaller player on you drive the ball hard uh to the free throw line and just shoot the elbow jumper over everybody um there's no way they can block and Clay Clay does a good job of 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 bodying and fading away Trey's bigger than Clay right so like that that that's not a, that shouldn't even be an issue for him because a lot of times like Trey got the ball to the to the paint, but he didn't necessarily like feel comfortable taking the shot over him, or maybe it's, he didn't have his it wasn't uh, muscle memory enough to where his feet were set after he made his move, so he kicked it back out. I mean, it's a lot of things. You feel like you're about to travel. It's three seconds in the lane, right? right? So like, but I want him to work on you know making that move, take hitting him with that shoulder, and then just rising over him. Yeah, Chaz, go ahead. Um, I know it's. <laughs> I feel like it's it's a cold game, but it's the only game the man left us to play. Game is a game. Look, you wanna you wanna be the nicest guy at home who did everything. You know, you filed your taxes the right way. You didn't lie about nothing, <laughs> or you want to be rich. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like you know, it's a lot yeah. of a lot of flopping. You know, uh, yeah. one of the, the top. Some of the top floppers, you know what I'm saying? They, they I mean, Luca's a perfect example. Yeah, Luka's you know, Luca's one of those guys who, you know, he's he's not in the playoffs this year, but last year, Western Conference Finals guy, aside from him, you know, Floppy's a great player. Shea, but just bust oh, our Shea, ass. Man. You know what I'm saying? He's he's a king flopper. You it's know, a it's difference just, maker, man. It's a yeah, free it's throw just, disparity is a difference maker. Three free yeah. throws and three pointers. And, and sometimes you gotta, you know. You can't again. You can't be this super righteous guy. You know, like JV was probably one of the only players on our team that I used to see do swing throughs and try to. You know, the Pelicans will be in the bonus with seven minutes left and won't go back to the free throw line just because, <laughs> like, dude, it's like, what are we doing here? Is you know, is you got you need you need that next uh that next evolution from a guy like Trey yeah. and the other young guys because they're, they're superb athletes. So them taking advantage of that, taking advantage of how the game is officiated now. I think that would help the team tremendously in the long run. And, man, you heard Brandon at the end of the year after the OKC games, I play their game the right way. I don't flop. I don't do any of that stuff. And 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 you applaud that and you love it because that's what you want to see. Right. But at the end of the day, you lost because yeah. you didn't flop. You didn't fall down. You didn't act. And it's just it, – it's really it's really a problem in the NBA and, and as a whole, just through college, high school, et cetera. Um, but, no, that was good. We'll wrap it up here. Uh, presented by Company Very located at 4600 for Red Street. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. We'd love to hear your thoughts on if Trey Murphy will be an all-star next year. We'll, we will see y'all on Sunday night.
Zion for three. Hit it again. He loves being oh. a ball. Way. It was a finger roll of anything. <laughs> that, that, that's a dunk.